Alright, I'm ready whenever. Crisscross. You can tell it and I can No, you you just tell it. You're better at you're better at telling stories. I'm just gonna ramble for twenty seven minutes and have to cut twenty five of it, so Crisscross. I texted your wife and said that you ruined a podcast segment because all of her Hallmark movie watches. <laughs> she wants to know what happened. And I said that you'd tell her. And then she said the house smells like Chexmas. You're missing out. Bonfires podcast, do, 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 do. ultimate Christmas volume two. Do, 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 do. Oh boy, I love Christmas. You could have hey, maybe told me, and I could have helped that work. Yeah. F- full disclosure: we do not have the rights to use that music. <laughs> you know what? Song. I'm gonna go cut it all. <laughs> That's my song, baby. <laughs> no, it's not, Adam. Yeah, you, you made up. You made up the whole instrumental background if they come, for that. If they song. come after me, I'll give them a cow, as a, and we'll 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 be all right. I'll give them a cow beef, dude. I'll give them a dowry. This isn't the, this isn't the 1500s. You can't barter with animals. <laughs> for give them the dowry for a wife. Uh, yeah. I see it. now. I see why you didn't ask me because normal Brett would have just said no, but you caught me. You yep, got me in, do it. in the moment, and I wanted to help go along. I'm fully responsible for any negative impact of this podcast. Unless what he meant to fault. say was, if you're going to sue, sue Adam. Thanks. All yep. right, thanks. All right. Bring it. Yes. Boom. Leaving that then. Cool. The, the Hang Loose Ranch. <laughs> uh, also known as the Petterson Soil Fluffing LLC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about fourteen dollars. Fourteen You've made fourteen dollars fluffing already. Holy crap! Yep, it's a good season. Yeah, it's not too bad. Need a better disc. <laughs> anyway, this is. To, I think you need to charge more. <laughs> this well, is episode forty. When the weather's blowing that hard, Steve, it's hard to hard to get the fluffing That's going. True. So it's fluffing itself. <laughs> The Backroads and Bonfires podcast coming to you on a beautiful, crisp Friday evening because Wednesday we decided not to record because we thought we might all die. Yeah, but we made true. it. We made that it, boys. True. Well, it's more we uh, to we we're more worried that the electricity might go out, but I yeah, suppose true. deep down inside there might have been fear of death. Perhaps you guys were. 
you guys were a lot well, closer even. to uh, to something yeah. that could have killed you than I was. Yeah. Seems like. Yeah. Well, nothing little, better than little December six, NATO coming through. Yep. About, nothing what, better than mid sixties <laughs> tornadoes and thunderstorms in December fifteenth. It's the biz- biggest middle finger I've ever received in my life. <laughs> Love it. Love Order it. has been restored now, though. It looks like we have finally winter is back. About time. I now mean, all we need is about four inches of snow for Christmas. Within like a nope. 20, 24, 36 hour period, there was like snow, rain, thunderstorms, tornadoes, uh, 70 degree weather. Yep. Uh, yeah, it was just an absolute cluster. Yep. Yeah. Iowa said, hold my beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> well, I am your host, Earmuff Duff, a.k.a. Adam. Garbage Pail Kid Earmuff Duff, the handsomest <laughs> of the Garbage Pail Kids. Just a little bit of blood running down his face is all. <laughs> Joining me, as always, is Russ Puss Han. Mm-hmm. Puss. No. Nope. Not sure, not sure why you'd put that out in the universe. And and <laughs> last but not least, Stephen Andy Felter Snatch. <laughs> How you doing, Andy? <laughs> not bad. It's a How garbage you, Russ? Good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, one of the new ones. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh boy. Well. Pardon me. How dare you? Did you guys know? Well, actually, Steve knows. Brett probably knows, too, because Steve sent this article to both of us. (laughs) (laughs) Way to just tear down that back curtain. (laughs) I don't remember. I don't remember sending an article ever. Well, you did. For those of you who don't know, it's about the Home Alone house. Oh, yeah. And you can officially stay there uh, for one night as an airbnb this holiday season so that's exciting it says uh say there's a little more to it um let's see here for one night you can stay there the security system in it is top notch so you won't be bothered (laughs) for lucky guests they get a chance to stay in this house it's only 25 dollars per person for the night that is incredible sure I wonder if someone actually lives here. If this is like a museum now, basically. I mean, if they're sell- if they're renting it that cheap, they want people in it every night. So, yep. They and it could also it out. hold a ton of people. That's true. Yep. They have. have, they have I, would, I would one hundred percent. I would one hundred percent be putting pet in the attic with the uh, <laughs> plastic sheets and the tarantula and the orange soda. <laughs> That's that was pretty accurate. Little Marv, little uh, Marv for you. <laughs> it's fully decked out with all of the decorate Christmas decorations from the movie, and if that wasn't enough, the nope. whole shindig will be hosted by Buzz McAllister himself. There it is, and there. he will offer the visitors a chance to pet his real life tarantula oh. and gorge themselves on Chicago's finest pizza and endless <laughs> craft macaroni and cheese. <laughs> Fake and news. Never actually got to eat it in the movie. Shouldn't have to. Eat, shouldn't get to eat it in real life. <laughs> I, for you should be shouting from the rooftops. Twenty five dollars, you get to sleep in a magical memory and have unlimited craft mac and cheese along with some pizza. Man, Chicago's best pizza. Come on. Yes, sir. 
I'm not going though if Buzz's girlfriend's there. <laughs> she had a glow up. You're all right. It's fine. True. A lot of people <laughs> really hit their prime when they get turn about 18. <laughs> oh, there's a joke there. I'm just going to walk away from it. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still climbing into mine. The yeah. future is bright. You got more of a slow up. Yeah, I got a slow up. <laughs> got a slow up. Just finally getting over my high school acne. <laughs> right before you get old enough for your back knee, right? Just yep. right in, right Amen. in that sweet spot. <laughs> Speaking of pus. Oh come on, come on! <laughs> I regret that. I'm changing my name to uh, Hard Shelly. <laughs> yep. We're going hard shot. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's get into it, shall we? I we're are we not already? Okay, sure. Yeah. But we're really gonna get into it now. Oh wow. Digging deep. Okay. It is time for another segment of Weird News. Oh boy. We're back, Roads News. I'm Michael Adamson. Joining me tonight, I'll have some special guests. One for sure. Don't know about two. We'll find out. Uh, All right. Tonight, we're going to bring you some tips for a wonderful Christmas. We're going to give you some gift ideas. 45 weird Christmas gift ideas, actually, that are sure to please your favorite fruitcake. Love that play on words. Uh, I'm not going to talk about all 45 because we don't have all night. But I've saved some. We'll see if my guests have as well. The first gift available for you guys to buy. And by the way, I will post this article post-release or with the release. So if you need to rush in any last-minute gifts, you know where to find them. First one is musical toilet paper. Exactly what everyone needs for their bathroom. Mm -hmm. Although wrapping paper usually gets the focus on Christmas Day, toilet paper is both number one and number two (laughs) on every other day. A person can always use more TP, right? Uh, If you get this for your family members, talk about playing the butt trumpet. Oh, musical toilet paper, butt trumpet, get it? <laughs> oh boy! Uh, hey, what what have you done with Adam? I'm just curious. Like we never, I know last week Adam went to take a pee. Maybe that was two weeks ago, but I'm a little confused. I I'm not sure. Like you just bust in here, and now all of a sudden you're hosting us too. It was a little strange. Just gotta say. Michael Adamson does what Michael Adamson wants to do. Wow. Okay. You guys must be related then. Okay. <laughs> Never mind. Carry on. Couple chips off the old block. Oh, boy. Couple turds in a yard. Wow. Couple okay. poops of the old scoop. Okay. And Not... speaking of poop, <laughs> a gift that you can buy. Uh, when it comes to getting clean, nothing beats the experience of bathing with a piece of soap designated to look like a dookie. You heard that right. Soap shaped like poop with a little rope on it so you can hang it in your shower. (sighs) I got to tell you, boys, 
Some mornings I could use uh, some rope on one of my poops to help get it out, if you know what I mean. Oh my God. You know. <laughs> Is uh, that real? You know. Michael, I haven't been listening the whole time until then. Yeah. Adam's talking about, <laughs> why don't you just eat some string and pull your shit out with oh, it? Yeah. Well, we're there. It's We've done it, works. folks. We have, we have successfully avoided poop talk for episode upon episode. Then Michael Adamson comes Pow. crashing in and ruins our record. We're. <laughs> We're back to poop dog. All right. So Happy holidays. Happy. Oh, just can't help myself. Holidays. Oh, uh, here's another gift idea. How about a combination koozie fishing pole? A koozie with a built-in fishing reel, with some line on it. So if you're ever out and about and you see some water, pull that koozie right out of your truck glove box or your pocket, wherever you have it, and go out and cast a line. See if you can catch yourself a fish. I got to tell you, boys. This one got me a hook, line, and sinker. Oh, boy. I miss Adam. Please come back. Uh, Another gift idea is a light-up peeing Santa sweater. I'm glad that you and Adam share the same thing of just doing all the good ones and leaving us with the scraps. That's fun. That that's a good time. All right. After cool. after this, my guests can take a crack at <laughs> oh, you. Oh, thanks, Michael. Uh, Appreciate it. Like everyone else, Santa has to answer nature's call occasionally. Unlike everyone else, his bathroom breaks get memorialized in an ugly sweater. This sweater features a picture of Santa standing on a roof, peeing onto the ground. I bet Santa's so magical he could spell his name perfectly from does that top. Does the P stream light up on that one? It looks like the P stream is some ornaments. I thought but be careful up. if you eat that snow, you might turn into an elf and forever have to live in the North Pole. <laughs> and get sacrificed every time someone puts up a Christmas tree before the Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Russ Pusshan, you got some? uh well i really liked that that sweater but speaking of sweaters if you have any comments on it feel free there's uh speaking of sweaters there's uh these ugly christmas sweater koozies uh and it quite literally is a koozie they even built little arms for them kind of hands on hips and everything uh pretty pretty interesting ugly christmas sweaters are supposed to keep you warm but these are meant to keep the drinks cold dealing with that contradiction is a fun activity when you're slightly buzzed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They also, because I've sent you guys pictures of these before, they also have some that are shaped like uh, like those puffy coats or like winter coats and yes. stuff. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like those would be a big hit around the Midwest. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. It's not like we don't drink a lot of bush light here. Yeah. Speaking uh, completely off topic, something I sent you guys today, but I sent a lot of things because I took today off of work. Uh, I saw a TikTok about how Iowans spent uh, $400 million on alcohol this year. Mm-hmm. Yep. which uh that's a that's a Pumping couple that state economy well and actually i think it was on liquor not not alcohol so i'm not i'm not even sure i need to look the article up for myself maybe i'll have more information next week but uh that sure. might just be hard liquor and there's like three million something people in iowa so i, mm-hmm. I you know just think about that yeah good times so <laughs> 
supporting the economy with that tax. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's trying to get their uh, their can redemption, you know. Yep, saving the saving the the little tabs at the top of the beer can so their kid can hopefully have the most for school. <laughs> Gotta help the Ronald McDonald. I'm yep. sure it is. What else you got there, Russy Pussy? Uh, I saw a deer pong game that seemed pretty interesting. Uh, that did it, look cool. Is beer pong getting a little boring? Try this perfect Christmas variation. So it's essentially a uh, like a mounted deer head, except of course his he's almost looks like a cartoon. Eyes are open, smiling, having a great time, missing a tooth, wearing a uh, just like a ball cap that says deer pong, and then on his antlers. He's got three cups on each side, so you're shooting into those. Yes, Pretty sir. Pretty interesting. Lot something is a lot smaller to aim at those than an actual red solo cup. It looks oh like. yeah, yeah. The that one you gotta. So obviously, I would destroy Stephen. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta sink that. Right. No need to lie to people, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Uh, you got any Steve or do you want me to just keep rolling no honestly (laughs) didn't even look at the article all right uh you know do birthday candles fail to light a fire with you uh what if they could be (laughs) filled with pot and turned into joints that's the beauty of wait for it the birth j birth j birthday (laughs) candles that double as joints i think that is something we could all get behind grandma's getting a little squirrely at christmas no we got to, if we're going to celebrate, why do you have birthday candles at Christmas? If we're going to celebrate Jesus's birthday, Jesus's birthday, let's at least do it in style. (laughs) (laughs) Or just have them on hand for any birthdays throughout the year. Birthdays. Oh yeah. You light it up. All of a sudden grandma Martha's in the kitchen, whipping up her third cake of the day from scratch. Also, uh, sorry, go ahead. What's going on? (laughs) If anybody from Birth J's uh, corporate is listening, uh, we'll, we'll gladly a, sponsor you. So you know, give us a give us a shout here. We'll mm-hmm. get this. Or, uh, you mean they can they out. can sponsor us? You know, Steve, I might have had a Birth J before I started recording this evening. So <laughs> well, details well. might be a little. Steep. I thought your eyes looked a little purple. Yeah. Well, uh, no, that's uh, that's just your screen. Uh, no. My bad. Yeah, gotta gotta calibrate that. Well, for some more gift ideas, the Sniff Relief Mask. This <laughs> is a mask that makes you look like the Lone Ranger. Uh, it's for those who deal with sinus pain and congestion. It is a mask you can put on your face, and it'll warm your sinuses and your nose, take away that sinus discomfort and that runny nose, and you and your family can sit around looking like a bunch of weirdos together. Long night, staying up too late watching TV, stressful day at work. Never. Have no fear, the eye massager is here. Yes, the that is right. Massager. It looks like you me. are wearing a virtual reality headset. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And really, it's just something that is massaging your eyeballs. Sounds like such a bad idea. Such a bad now, idea. Note to sleepwalkers, you should probably avoid this. Because if you get up and roam around in the middle of the night with one of these on, you are liable to get shot by your neighbor. Looking like a trespasser or a drunken fool. 
or an alien or an alien how about the shower specs need to read that shampoo bottle to make sure you're not allergic to the ingredients something it seems like you should do before you buy it in the first place but what do i know well we have the shower specs for you steam proof won't fog up glasses for the shower be careful when you put them on though you might not like what you see when you look down at your naked body wouldn't be true for me moving on oh boy how about passing gas in class that's right this book is called passing gas in class is your family raising a stink about your incessant insistence on reading twas the night before christmas it might be a nice holiday tradition but a book about the hazards of public flatulence may seem more contemporary to some of your loved ones uh, this could be a great combo gift with musical toilet paper. Same theme there. Uh, the only hazard I see, honestly, with flatulence is holding them in. You got to let those natural melodies go. But be careful. But never trust a fart. But uh, Michael, I'm going to take you to task on that one. Uh, yes, sir. We you weren't around for this. Uh, mm. Was not when you dipped in last week. Must have been in 1985 or two weeks ago. But we recently found out that a man was given, uh, like I don't know, 90 acres, whatever, 50 acres. Uh, you know, 900 years ago, uh, because Lucky of SOB uh, of his amazing ability to pass gas. Uh, Leif Artaire. Did a real good job. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I say you tell your loved ones to kick rocks because you might, you, know, mm -hmm. you might be get to become a jester, do a jump and a jig and a fart. And you do that once a year. Boom. Room and board in a castle and 50 acres. Holy hell. Ruth Where's and castle the castle me? <laughs> Sorry. It takes me back to that whenever I hear castle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well that guy sounds like an american treasure and honestly sounds like we should have not sure um, he was an american i'm pretty i'm gonna go ahead and say pretty sure not i'm american. guessing Leif Artaire was not american yes. <laughs> not a lot of castles in america <laughs> darn it <laughs> it's okay michael uh, at least adam's better at not making mistakes that's good it's okay mm -hmm. you'll get there one day you're you're new to all of this i'm trying i'm trying <laughs> here's another gift idea for it's you the longest the... pee adam's ever taken in his life oh well drank a lot He's of playing with it shake <laughs> it three times stop canvas a canvas coat <laughs> with a secret wine spigot in it that's right this is a canvas tote that moms can basically have act as a purse or carry around their books or work belongings or whatnot uh, and it has a hidden wine spigot in it. So um, it looks like this year at your kid's Christmas concert, the uh, music is going to be accompanied by some hiccups from Sherry and Catherine in the back row. Mm -hmm. Can we tip our hats to the person that came up with the word spigot? God, that's just a great, a great word. word. Great word. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is a good word. Kudos to you. Last but not least, the gift that I wanted to share with you is the Christmas tree cat cape. That is right. It is a Christmas tree cape for your cat. Has a little star on top of it. You can get your cat all dolled up and fancy. And I was looking at this and thought the only wrapping a cat should get 
is the burlap sack that you bury it in. For Backroads News, I'm Michael Adamson. I knew they were related, Steve. I knew. Yeah. I was a little worried. Anim- I was like, wow. Animal, cr- animal cruelty at its <laughs> finest. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was pretty back, surprised, back. What did Michael. What uh, <laughs> your, your relative, we're assuming, your relative Michael Adamson uh, talked about threatening a cat with a burlap sack yeah. and just burying murdering, it alive, murdering an animal yeah. yeah so we're we're assuming you're you guys are related cats i'd have to agree with him cats are worthless wow yeah see and that's what i thought I, at first i thought you guys might not be related because it seemed like he was excited about cats he was talking about a christmas gift for one uh but then it took a, a sharp dark turn but at least it wasn't about shit so you know <laughs> take what nice. you can yeah he talked about poop on a rope it was interesting anyway a real uh, your guys's uh family like reunions and and gatherings for holidays must be very very interesting yep. we share stories of all the times we shot cats with bb guns for fun oh my god oh <laughs> the jay's case jay's case uh he is not the only time guy. i shot a cat with a bb gun is because it tried to claw the skin off my back I'd teach it a lesson uh-huh. by taking its life. <laughs> what a horrible person! Like the details were <laughs> the details were worse than just letting them assume. I didn't see that coming. I was like, "Well, here he is, like half-ass backpedaling," and then you just double down. You're like, "No, I've, I took its life." I not just shot it; I took oh, its life. Boy. Okay, wow. Woo-wee! Yikes. all right that's funny <laughs> something incriminating sure well this is a segment that i thought of a while back i thought it'd be fun to do cool this is what we're gonna do i have four movie scenarios i will read two at a time one is an actual hallmark christmas movie and one is a movie summary that i wrote and you guys will have to guess which one you think is the correct one? I've already tested these on some friends, by the way, and I had them fooled pretty good. The one about animals being killed is yours. It's yours. Yeah. We have it figured out. out. All right. The first two. Here we go. The first one is called a very merry mix-up. Hold it up here so I can read into my mic. That's that's the actual Hallmark movie. <laughs> Shop owner Alice Chapman. No, no, really, no, really, it is. All right. Shop <laughs> owner Alice Chapman is nervous to meet her future in-laws at Christmas, especially because she is arriving ahead of her new fiance, Will Mitchum. Alice's trip becomes more stressful when her luggage is lost and her phone is damaged, leaving her no way to find Will's family. As fate would have it, she meets her future brother-in-law, Matt Mitchum, at baggage claim and is happy to get a ride home with him. As Alice meets Matt's doting family, Mom Penny, Dad Joe, and Grandpa Charles, she falls in love with their festive holiday traditions and warm welcomes to their home. And then unexpected romance comes calling. As Christmas approaches, Alice must decide if her merry mix-up will actually turn out to be her destiny. All right, movie number two, The Music Box Mystery. (laughs) Jennifer Borman. It's the first one. All right. 
Jennifer Borman <laughs> has always adored Christmas as far back as she can remember. With her professional life on track and her love life in full bloom with fiance Anders Markin, it looks like it could be the best Christmas yet. As Jennifer and Anders are shopping for the perfect gifts before Jennifer's family comes to Michigan for the holidays, they discover an old music box with a hidden love letter in it. Anders blows it off, but Jennifer is moved by it. With only a few days until Christmas, Jennifer sets out to find the family of the letter's author. When she discovers Walt, the son of the romantic author, who has fallen on hard times, she discovers he has his father's charm. She is moved by how compassionately Walt spoke of the season and of love. And although having only known Walt for mere hours, she feels a connection. Will Jennifer take a chance on destiny with Walt or stay on the path that has brought her so much joy with Anders? Sounds like you guys already have your mind made up. It's the first one. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I already know it is. Yeah. Here goes Steve chastising Christmas daily, and he's sitting here watching Hallmark movies every day because he already knows it. <laughs> I don't watch them. My wife does. So I know it's the first one. <laughs> Easy excuse to have when you're married. Well, I had a sneaking you're just, suspicion. You're just pissed because I called it out before you even <laughs> read your. Well, I didn't expect the quote unquote. Christmas hater to know the first Hallmark movie I read. He doesn't live alone like some of us. <laughs> also, Google's a fucking sweet thing. <laughs> You're not supposed to cheat, you prick. <laughs> I'll say this. I wasn't this ready. Is, I, this worked great with my other friends. I wasn't. Well, maybe they should be on the podcast. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was, if you, I mean, if you expected anything else out of Steve, I'm not sure what your problem is. I didn't expect Steve to know hundreds of Hallmark Christmas movies. Hundreds. He, he needed to know one. Christmas. He needed to know one. Yep. Uh, I, I'll say this. I wasn't ready to jump on it as quick as Steve was. Sweet. Steve had a good reason, but <clears throat> based off the names alone, I would have voted for the first one. I, uh, from, uh, I, uh, the one thing I do enjoy for Hallmark movies is scrolling through all of the ridiculous names and laughing at them at Christmas time. And, uh, I just, they're all, they're all the same, yeah, same exact storyline. Every one of them, the one you made, Sounds better, but that's why it doesn't sound like a Hallmark one. Uh, that one's uh, ooh, a mystery. Ooh, yeah. Hallmark, there is no mystery. There's gonna be a, a man who randomly shows up and a woman who has no time for him, and then all of a sudden, like her eyes are opened and love is a real thing again, and and oh, everything yep. is magical. So they usually don't have that interesting of a title it's usually some pun bullshit so or just well, lazy maybe i'll have better luck the second time around i mean it wasn't a bad it's one tough, that's just that was break. my thought process real tough break two detectives better some luck coming out here all right so are you calling your other friends dumb <laughs> because they weren't able to figure it out or i think so no, some of them figured it out some of them didn't <laughs> they actually like Christmas and didn't know oh, the names of them. Look at Adam edging his bet. No, no, some, <laughs> some of them got it. Yeah, oh, well, it's no. a 50 50 guess. Like, <laughs> obviously, some are going to get it right. Well, you seem pretty upset that both of us got it right. Well, oh, I didn't even have to hear the stupid Steve description. Made it very obvious instead of being able to just 
hold his opinion and let Brett guess. He can't hold back. He just blurred out. I know. I know you won't believe this, but I still would have picked the first one. All right. Well, let's try the other one. Obviously, Steve will know it because he sits and watches Hallmark Christmas. Oh, you did two? Oh, okay, cool. All right, I'm excited. Uh, Well, maybe this one will. Man, you you started complaining after the first one. Get them both done. What are you doing? Yep. All right. Come on. Round two. First movie is called A Heavenly Christmas. Upon her untimely death, A workaholic finds herself in training to be a Christmas angel in heaven. Despite being the worst recruit in the history of Christmas, she's assigned a hard luck case. As she's forced to help solve his problems, she'll start to discover the meaning of Christmas and maybe even fall in love along the way. Movie two. Angels. She was an angel. Oh, they're both. These are both angel movies. Okay. Yep. Angels among us. With the Christmas season approaching, tragedy befalls a young family with the loss of their son. Not sure how they'll go on, they turn to their local church for support. In church one day, they hear a message that will change their lives. As they slowly begin to find hope in the Christmas season again, they begin to see their angel, their lost son, in everyday occurrences. Angels really are among us, and hope will live on. It's the first one. What was the name of the first one again? A heavenly Christmas. And what was the name of the second one? Angels. Angels among us. I'm going with the first one being the real one. That's correct. Yeah, I know. Well, clearly we can't play this game. Steve's a fraud. He's been lying all these years about hating Christmas. I don't know this for fact. I don't know this for fact. Good luck next year. I don't know this for fact, but I don't think I don't think there's a ton of uh of uh church representation on hallmark not that they not that they don't like go to church or whatever but as far as like the church seems like a very pivotal role in that storyline i don't see that being on hallmark but i could be wrong and no i do not watch them on the podcast yeah because i've been boning up for her before you sent these notes like uh, three or four days ago, so Steve's just been uh, boning up on all the Hall- Hallmark movies. No, I, this is the first time I saw the uh, outline was today. Steve actually gets excited about Christmas when it's completely just, just ruined something I'm trying you. to do. That, then all of a sudden he's just, oh my god, about Christmas! Hey, Hallmark you got your wish. He's finally happy about Christmas. <laughs> uh, that that is a straight monkey's paw right there. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. <laughs> Next year, I'm not going to put it in the notes. I'm just going to throw it on you. <laughs> that, that'll do it. That'll fix it. I'll still I'll still dominate you in it. He's got another year to watch all the movies. <laughs> just go through all the ones recorded on my TV. Easy. <laughs> <All right. laughs> well, I still had fun just writing those summaries, regardless. <laughs> Yep, my wife's got them all recorded. <laughs> nope, stand a chance, bed. <laughs> well, dying. Brett's dying. I'm gonna be an angel soon. Well, maybe who knows? Tossing oh, the dice. Flip of the coin. Angels among us. All right. Well, moving on with the Christmas theme. I thought we would talk about. Some of our 
family traditions growing up, current ones we do, whatever it may be, some of our favorite ones, and and just give people a little peek behind the curtain of what we do to celebrate Christmas or used to do. Or maybe a tradition we want to start. Who knows? I'd like to start the tradition of eating beef lo mein every year on Christmas. <laughs> oh, man. No I one's would... stopping you. <laughs> I don't want to feel like an outcast doing it by myself. All of his damn family <laughs> traditions are stopping him yep. from living his true self. Got to be a people pleaser. <laughs> I would gladly have an all Asian food uh, Christmas. I would. Oh, that would be amazing. Mm. All right. I'll start you off with a couple. Uh, probably my favorite thing growing up that we did, we'd go to me and all my cousins, everybody on my mom's side. My mom grew up in Spirit Lake. So we go to my grandma's house in Spirit Lake, and she lived on uh, East Okaboji. And I'd say about 200 yards from her house was this awesome hill in this park. And you'd slide, you'd go sledding down this huge hill and then out onto the lake. So if you cleared a good path on the lake, too, you just go cruising out onto the ice <laughs> and uh my dad of course being the adult would he'd be the sacrificial lamb he'd walk out in the ice make sure everything's good make sure we're not going to fall through at least if someone <laughs> fall through it could be him not one of the kids yeah i mean send <laughs> so the you, main... send the, you send the person with the heaviest legs in the world <laughs> he'd tell the kids <laughs> stay on shore onto the ice I'll go, to stomp around everybody stay on shore i'm gonna go make sure it's safe <laughs> that's steve's reason which is probably smart because if him stomping on the ice doesn't break it, there's not a, not a whole lot going through. Exactly. Then you know we're good. Uh, yep. I I also that's was actually going, brilliant. I also was going to question Mike be, going out there being being the main breadwinner for the family. I mean, at least send you out just to see first. Yeah. I got this. <laughs> that's what my family would do. Oh, send the one with the broken pancreas. He'll find out. <laughs> if we lose him, uh, we're only losing three fourths of a person. We're good because you know oh, they're geez. not going to send. The, you know they're not going to send the future doctor out. <laughs> Good call. <laughs> well, no, they need her on they're shore like, just in case somebody like, falls all right. through. They're like, all right. Just the other day, Adam shot a cat. He lit the doghouse on fire. He's outside uh, doing he's, doing barefoot kung fu against hay bales in the yard. He slashed himself. At, a, at a light pole across the road. Slashed Leah himself. just read her 14th book of the month <laughs> and she's getting straight A's. Yeah, we better send Adam out of the ice. Slashed himself <laughs> swimming in the tin pool and then blood everywhere. Smash, <laughs> cut his wrist open, smashing his fist through the glass yeah. door. Yep. When he the got choice was pretty out. obvious. Don't lock me out of the house. <laughs> The, the choice was very obvious. Uh, the only, the only when mistake you, when you play it back, yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> the only mistake your sister ever made in her life: locking you out of the house. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. Uh, uh, we had, uh, so we had like some of your traditional plastic sleds you'd sit in. And then we had, my grandma had one of those old wooden ones with the metal skis on it. Oh yeah. Those yep. were a good time. And then we made uh, and then we had one of those like metal saucers, like on Christmas vacation. Oh yeah. Well, I remember one morning after we, I don't know, we woke Did up. Did you spray Christmas some morning. of the, uh, the special <laughs> stuff on it? Crisco? Uh, yeah. We, we, one morning in my grandma's kitchen, I remember my dad and I put in like, pam or like spray yeah. butter or something all over the bottom of it <laughs> and that baby was booking that day 
True story. It actually, I didn't think it was going to work. It actually worked and it was awesome. <laughs> it's essentially a lubricant. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And while we were in Spirit Lake, we got some free time. Another tradition I loved was me and my dad would go do some ice fishing. Nice. Yep. I got more, but I'd love to hear some more of your guys's. Or I some, really don't have any. Some, you open, okay. you open presents, call it good. Nice. Okay, there you have it. Simplicity. Wait, is... w- wait for midnight so you can start taking the tree down. <laughs> <laughs> the best. You sit there watching the clock like a kid in school is watching the clock. Wait for school then. Steve, Steve watches the clock closer <laughs> on Christmas night than uh, than he does on New Year's Eve. <laughs> you know, Ten, <Yep>. nah. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, the star drop <laughs> oh what about you brett you guys do some um past or current cool stuff in the past uh let's see on my mom's side up in minnesota um i've talked about it before uh but the, it, this was usually around christmas time me and the other cousins would play a lot of spoons a great oh, great a little game. card game and we we were so serious about it that we went out and bought a bunch of Rolos, ate the Rolos, of course, because Rolos are delicious. Mm, chocolate Can't caramel, magical. And then you would have all of the little wrappers that look like gold tinfoil, essentially. And uh, we wrapped a spoon up in all of the wrappers of our Rolos that we ate and made a trophy uh, for whoever won and, and it was kind of a traveling trophy so if you if you won leaving out that year you just had to make sure to bring the trophy back next year put it up uh put up or shut up so that was always fun um let's see another tradition on that side uh my father uh ever the prankster and my cousin who's like a sister to me jordan uh every year every year I don't know when this started, but it's been going on a long time. And it just, it just recently happened again at Thanksgiving. She'll get done eating like your first plate about to go up for seconds. Barry is like a hawk just sees it and says, Oh, grandpa, Jordan hasn't ate anything yet. And the very first year grandpa, like honestly thought that Jordan hadn't ate anything and he got so pissed off, like just in the middle of a Christmas dinner was like, Jordan, you get over there. You get some food right now. <laughs> like, and, uh, you know, piss off the grandparents. On Christmas. <laughs> yeah, of course, that turned into uproarious laughter. Uh, but then also like it backfired, like most things Hans do. There was there was tears involved and a lot of apologizing. But ever since then, it's just been. Uh, a hilarious joke that's happened every year. Uh, that always cracks me up because Grandpa falls for it literally every time. But Jordan, Jordan's wisened up over the years, and she's gotten Barry a couple times on it. So yeah. always a fun exchange there. Uh, on my dad's side, I pranked Barry once by ruining his garage door. <laughs> yeah. The prank he, is still going. <laughs> man, he wasn't happy the last time the podcast reminded him of it. And now he's going to have to hear you say that it was a prank <laughs> Monday night. I'm just gonna hear. <laughs> Fuck out of here, Adam, right <laughs> you open this door up, you get your ass down here. We're settling this shit like men. <laughs> First one to bleed. Die. <laughs> Which stall is yours? Put the door down right now. He's just out there slashing your tires. 
uh, on my dad's side, uh, over in Aurelia, we, uh, I think really the only tradition we would have, uh, was we would usually do, uh, the white elephant game. Uh, I'm sure most people are familiar with it, but you essentially buy just cheap gifts that nobody's really going to want. And then, um, uh, or make something awesome that too. And, and like sometimes you do good gifts, but it's usually kind of like, gag gifts. Like a shoe holder thing from Adam. Yeah. Shoe bench. Nice shoe. <laughs> 75. Oh, that ain't white elephant. Oh, yeah, that's shoe. premium $250 bench. <laughs> a homemade shoe horn. <laughs> they, uh, so, you know, you'd usually have like a gag gift and you'd pick cards to see who goes first, go around and, oh, you know, I'll grab the gift from this person, open it up. Oh, crazy. You know, it is what it is. And then people can steal. So we would always do that. Uh, not a tradition, but more of a funny story from Christmas time on my dad's side. Uh, one of his sisters uh, had brought a cheese ball. And at the time, me and the other cousins didn't really know what a, a cheese ball was. One of those where you would dip like crackers into it um it it reminded now it reminds me of like just a spread you know that you would have but for, for those some, are really hard to not break off the cracker in yeah and well i had to make them at one point at high v and uh <laughs> to make them properly uh they shouldn't be that hard but neither here graduated to just taking a chunk of it out with a knife eating it right off the knife and then eating just eating the cracker well and most people (laughs) would probably not dip straight into the ball if other family members are going to be digging into it as well but i'm glad that you eventually decided a utensil was was necessary Mm -hmm. uh but none of us had really seen one at this point in our lives so we just thought it was the silliest thing ever as a show of our utter and deep respect for our dear aunt we created uh, a replacement version with uh, a bunch of mashed potatoes. And the one she brought was more of like a sweet one. And it had like big sugar crystals uh, all around the outside of it. And we coated our uh, mashed potato cheese ball, quote unquote cheese ball in salt to kind of get that same effect. And we very secretively swapped them out. And I can't remember if it was her or another family member, but somebody dug into it and got a mouthful of salty mashed potatoes when they were expecting something Mm. sweet. And the laughing, I mean, you know, uh, everybody that's listened to any episode of this knows how loud I laugh. Imagine more people with the same blood as me uh, uproariously laughing at our own hilarious joke. Uh, yeah sounds awful i'm pretty sure people heard it uh in the tri-state area and again another memory that uh, brought brought a family member to tears but the rest of us were laughing so i'm sure it was worth it but uh yeah Yeah, i'm gonna grow up get over it (laughs) have i ever told you about the white elephant gift i took to youth group one year uh maybe but i don't remember was it one of your turds on a string? <laughs> no, I, I called it cow That's pie casserole. Oh, so youth, I might have. For the youth this. group, white elephant gift one year, I went and bought a 9 by 13 foil pan at Hy-Vee. And then I went and scooped up some actual like manure and crap from the cattle yard. Spread it out nice and evenly in the pan. 
sprinkled some cheese over the top of it. Were you bare? On. Were you barehanding all of this? Did you have gloves? I was using a little shovel, I think. <laughs> Probably using my hand to smooth it out. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, there was it was bare hand. Probably still got remnants under his fingernails. <laughs> I put just a little bit of corn stalks on top, so it'd be like the corn flakes to make the casper crispy. Oh my and then god! I, and then I sprinkled a bag of cheese over top of it, and put the lid on, and then I wrote out instructions and taped them to the lid. And I wrapped it up and took it to the to the to youth group for the white elephant gift, and it was a cow pie casserole. <laughs> Tell me the joke. Tell me the joke like was told before somebody went and tried to put that in their oven. I told our youth pastor I was bringing it and he thought it was hilarious. But no one else knew. So the person that ended up with it opened it and then it was a big thing full of cow poop with instructions on how to bake it. But it was at least obvious enough for them to not put it in their oven. Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay. I told him what it was afterwards. Okay, okay thank you. I was worried that you and would I ride that joke. And I, and I put saran wrap over the lid so it wouldn't accidentally pop off. Okay. I, I was concerned that <laughs> you would ride that joke Smart. to completion and uh, hope that somebody would, would Ooh, Can you imagine the shit. smell of the oven? Yeah, that, yeah I can. It's troubling. Hot poop. You cook poop, you cook poop before, Brett? No, uh, but oh. I do... I did have to like Creed smells like soup in here. Someone making soup (laughs) That same job where we had to take the, uh, the disgusting shrimp cocktail fridge down. We, somebody Mm. had a, they put Tupperware in their oven and uh, newsflash bad idea. It caught fire. And so they had Mm. to use the fire extinguisher. Our job that day was to try to clean it out so that the oven could be reused, put back into another unit. Uh, I'll, I'll put it to you this way, folks. Once you have uh, s- sprayed a fire extinguisher, especially like the chemical kind or the that's the one that leaves kind of uh, just looks like dandruff behind. But uh, yep. once you've used one of those, whatever you sprayed it on is done. There's no, there's no getting that out of it forget about it and then also uh we literally had a little uh same tool you would use to, like uh chip paint old paint uh yep. we were using that yep. to try to get the melted plastic from the tupperware off the bottom of the oven just a complete waste of time i'm glad i got paid for doing that job because it, it was it was less usable after we <laughs> worked on it but yeah I the smell of that makes me think of what uh, that was awful. So I mean, I can't imagine hot poop. Ugh, gross. Mm, yummy. Mm, yikes. Uh, another memory. I'm glad that we went back to poop again. I, I, at least we're getting it all out. Now. <laughs> Funny how that always happens. <laughs> yeah. Pattern recognition. Another tradition that I loved growing up. Uh, my uncle. So my grandma lived on the lake and then my aunt and uncle lived literally like just 500 feet down the shoreline from her on the same lake. And my uncle would go out and clear the lake and get it all nice and clean and stuff. And then it'd have like a big skating rink out there and you could play hockey and stuff like that too. So kids from all over the neighborhood or within however far would come and skate and we'd play hockey and just have ourselves a blast out there. I never skated, never was interested in that. I just wanted to play hockey with my tennis shoes on. <laughs> it was a good time. Wow. Uh, 
Just I was a heck of a rollerblader growing up. I'm not sure I could pick up ice skating. I should have given it a shot. I ice skated twice in my life. Um, they were both very close to each other. This was like after. This would have been at like after 2010. So pretty late in my life. Uh, and I usually wear like the no-show socks. And mm. me and a girlfriend at the time were like, oh, we're going to go skating. This was my first time. I had no clue. I wasn't paying much attention, whatever. <laughs> so I went with my no-show socks on, got there, got the skates and everything, slapped them on. And uh, much like rollerblades, like you really want socks covering every part. Rub a hole all the way to your bone. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, I will say I picked up skating very quickly. It is a lot like rollerblading pad. Uh, you just kind of once you get used to. Wish the, I would have done it. Once you get you, I mean, you still could. Uh, anyway, um, I'm too big now. Once you get used to <laughs> it, just find thicker ice. <laughs> Or go to a literal skating no, rink. I just meant I'm not sure I got the. I'm not sure I could have the balance in me. <laughs> oh, oh. I mean, I was a heck of a rollerblader, and last summer, I went out to go rollerblading again and give her a shot. It's like this will be a fun way to do exercise. And it <laughs> fell 20 times, blood everywhere. Okay, yeah, definitely like, don't. Just straight up, Tory Taylor punted my rollerblade across the parking lot. So <laughs> never try it ever again. Definitely don't go skating then, because instead of instead of polyurethane wheels uh, you've got a giant blade on it and i don't want you stabbing somebody after you get frustrated throwing his ice skates around (laughs) or slipping and doing the scorpion and having the blade go in the back of my skull (laughs) and and then when it hits someone then when it hits someone blaming it on them for being in the wrong place (laughs) you gotta admit though it's not my fault not my fault they died if you sculled yourself with a skating scorpion that would be pretty sweet that ridiculousness that would go into the record books for sure uh but uh yeah steve guessed right when i skated with my no-show socks on pretty much right in the right in the back of your leg right in your achilles area just dug a hole two well one in each leg dug a hole straight in there and uh i kind of felt it while it was going but like i didn't want to ruin the date and uh i didn't think it was going to be all that bad yeah uh it, it was bad regardless, but then add my diabetes into it and having everything take eight times as long to heal. Yeah, I still have got some pretty gnarly scars in those spots. Those skating and blading sports are a two sock minimum, sometimes three, <laughs> and you got to be at least up to the shins. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I would, I would, yeah. I would be willing to wear knee-high socks, even though I think they're ridiculous. I would do mm-hmm. that for skating, because dear God, that was painful. Knee-high socks with some knickers. Wow, no. Okay, uh, I, I would go that far. I would wear like the 1970s NBA uh, ball hugger shorts. What do you say? He's got some short shorts here. Now, and now, coming out for the New York Nets. I don't know. Who's the team? New York Knicks. Knicks. The, Knicks. The, the New York Knicks, the Knickerbockers. <laughs> yep. who, who did Bird play for? Celtics. Were they white? Yeah, they yep. were green. That's who I was trying white to White and green, yep. Boston. Somebody's somebody's Nets, though, right? Boston. New Jersey? 
New Jersey Nets. New Jersey okay. Nets. See, I'm, it's actually, I'm not the it's worst. actually Brooklyn now. Okay. It's I'm Brooklyn. not the worst sports baller. No, you're not. There's I worse. did screw up, I will admit. Mm-hmm. Mm. It, uh, not that right. it wasn't obvious, but anyway. Anyway, enough of this tangent. Uh, the long couple one. La- couple last things. <laughs> My mom's side, we play the game Balderdash all the time. Growing up, when we all hit like our teen years or maybe like 10 or so, we'd start playing Balderdash. Hilarious, especially when you involve the great aunts and grandmas and stuff. Whew. Real hilarious. <laughs> uh, we always, so Balderdash is a game where you basically have to make up stuff. And then there's always one right answer and everyone has to guess. And you want to guess the right one and then you want people to guess yours. Mm-hmm. But we always just played with words and made up the definitions. It was a great time. Hilarious. A newer version of that, I think, is Fibbish. Isn't that the same concept? Probably. I think it is. Uh, we were we uh we were going to play Balderdash just for the first time in a while. So a bunch of cousins and I and my family and my mom and I got together at Thanksgiving. We were going to play, but we ended up playing Telestrations instead, which was equally hilarious. <laughs> On my dad's side, we play Catchphrase. This is like yeah. a thing we started a few years ago. We Holy did that cow. a few years. Yeah. If you guys want to be entertained. <laughs> you have to witness a game of catchphrase with my dad's side of the family. Whoa. <laughs> uh, the best word for it is whoa. <laughs> it's entertaining. <laughs> we and, played uh, we played catchphrase a couple of years. That the It's a good time. The timer on that one is pure anxiety and <laughs> I love it. Oh. So the one this we did uh, Trivial Pursuit a couple of years. It's such an easy concept playing it, but some people just can't seem to figure it out. When people like, get flustered my... and like even ha- like even when they are successful and like just tapping it to make a new one and like handing it to somebody, yeah. even that can become uh, just a complete oh, yeah. shit show. It, there's really something magical yep. in catchphrase. One of my one of my aunts will get the thing handed to her and and she'll be like, well, that's the word you guys just guessed. Well, guess. For the 97th time, you got to hit the thing with the button and go to the next one. And she'll get it. And she'll be like, oh, okay. Well, let me see here. She'll like think about it for about so five seconds. 45 seconds. Okay. Or- well, yeah. Like, okay, you guys will know this. So here, okay. Start giving some kind of clue, please. For the love of God. And the thing's just beeping like crazy. And I'm on her team. And she's describing it in a way that no one in the world knows except her. I get, I get, I probably, probably get too competitive, but I want to. No, win. I not win. you. <laughs> no way. Oh, the last tradition I'll mention here. <laughs> I might miss this one the most. On my dad's side, every year, until as long as I can remember, until my grandma passed away, we would do the twelve days of Christmas. My grandma had a cup for each day, and whatever cup you got, you had to sing that part, and we'd sing the twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> And it was glorious. Everyone hated it because no one wanted to sing. And I was just amped. I was always like, please, please give me five golden rings. Please give me five golden rings. I mean, I was so excited. Ready to belt out my line. Oh, boy. It was a good time. Uh, classic Patterson. It was a good time. Odd man yep. out. Ready just to Just give go. me a stage, baby. Give yep. me a stage and let me cook. Would, would have, like, if nobody else wanted to sing, would have they just let you sing all of it if you asked? Probably. <laughs> most people, half the people just spoke their line. Oh, that's the, okay. Half just sang, like, uh, out of tune, and then it get to me. And that's, 
five golden rings. <laughs> I normally stand up and stick my hand out like I'm on Broadway. <laughs> I I normally don't like encouraging your behavior, but uh, yes, that's much better than just speaking them. Come on. I no, wanted five right. golden rings or the Grandma first day. If I had the first day, I got to sing the most. Oh, Never God. wanted 12. You got to sing the least. <laughs> but singing oh, a, a partridge time. in a pear tree, there's just, it's a nice, there's a good ring to it. I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'd be sitting there like tapping the table, putting a beat down to keep everybody in line. <laughs> like, this is the pace we're going. Uh, okay. Okay. Now <laughs> I'm not on your side anymore. Now you've ruined it. Yeah. No. We had to make a production out of yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. That's a step For too who? far. <laughs> step too far. Gosh, it would be a great TikTok video if the social media would have been around back then. If you and your uh, if you and your best friend, make believe best friends, would sing all the different parts, that'd be pretty interesting. Oh, you just gave me a great idea. <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> all right, you're gonna have to do so many costume changes. <laughs> there you have, by the way, do you guys like my tiny Tim? I wore this hat in memory of Tiny Tim. <laughs> is that what Christmas episode? Is that what that's for? Okay, God well. bless us. At least, at least there's a reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, there are some traditions, and you'll have to wait about 350 days. Maybe we'll give you some more. Wow. 350 days from now. Oh, no. Hashtag blessed. <laughs> All right. Okay. Time for another segment of Pedersen Luck. <sighs> Pedersen Luck segment is brought to you by Moonlight Lawn Care, which is owned and operated by Steve Botcher. He uh, will take care of all of your aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilization needs for your yard. Uh, He does not mow, so just his main four are aeration, spraying, seeding, and fertilizing. And you can get a hold of Steve for all of your lawn care needs at 712-749-0699. Eight. That is Moonlight Lawn Care. Adam Pedersen Luck. This week is brought to you by Tubing at the Northwoods. So, the Northwoods is a place about, I don't know, 15 miles north of Elta. It's this big, awesome, like wooded. Hold on, area. hold on. The Northwoods well, are Some north people call of Peterson you? Park. Some people call it the Northwoods. Oh. Yeah, believe there it or not, they're north. Go. Believe it or not, they're north. I love that you were ready. I love that yeah. you were ready. The Northwoods, aka <laughs> slash Peterson Park. They, I call it Peterson Park, but I just yeah, like... I think I always did too. Then I started calling it the Northwoods like three years ago. For some <laughs> Don't know how why. D- how dare you turn your back on tradition? All right. So we were at Peterson Park, <laughs> which is north, which is north, of <laughs> which is north of Elta, about it's fifteen nor- miles. The, the Northwoods, south of Elta. Yes. <laughs> That's, they're north of Han- they're north of they're north of Hanover, but south of <laughs> So, so you, you pick and choose what you want to call it. <laughs> yep. So we're over there at Peterson Park. <laughs> Peterson Park, very well known place for oh. kids from like Elta, Aurelia, maybe Storm Lake to go do some tubing and sledding in the winter. They had a, a really big hill that you could. It was awesome to go tubing down there. You could pick up some good speed. Only thing that sucked, you had to walk all the way back up it. Oh, yeah. 20 yep. seconds of pure bliss going down, 
three minutes of hell going up. <laughs> Legs burning, but you know, it was worth it when he got to the top. <laughs> so I'm going down there one day, having myself a ball. I can't remember who I was with. And it was me, my dad, my sister, and some friends. Don't remember who they were. But I start going down, and my tube is starting to veer off track a little. It's <laughs> going to the left more and more. And I didn't want to bail. I thought, well, I could kind of lean and maybe correct it. Nope. My tube had one thing in mind. Let's go straight for the trees. You almost sunny boned yourself? Yeah. So my <laughs> tube goes flying <laughs> off the hill, straight down into the trees, going who knows what, 20 miles per hour. And <laughs> I hit the first tree with my legs sticking out. Boom. I get 180. Bam. Right into another tree. Flips me back 45 degrees. <laughs> smoked another tree. Ping pong, ping pong or pinball. There we go. Back there and forth. Go. My legs just ping pong works, smashing yeah. trees, like seven <laughs> trees. And I finally come to a stop and I'm just laying there, probably saying some choice words, <laughs> pissed, just hoping I don't have broken legs, <laughs> hoping I'm not like slowly dying. Because it was scary. I was kind of scared. I was probably, I don't know, 12 years old, maybe. Internal bleeding. <laughs> For the next yep. For I think I pretty I'm pretty sure I sat out the rest of the day, and then <laughs> yeah. for the next week, my both legs for like the entirety of them <laughs> knee down, just straight black and blue, oh, both no. legs. Uh, I was walking with the pimp limp. <laughs> so that was neat. I probably could have just bailed, but I thought I could overcorrect. I thought I could correct it. Instead, I went SB. That's so once again, tree. once again, self-inflicted. <laughs> no one else's tube started going towards the trees. Why he, did mine for some reason? Well, even... if you were smart enough to make the right choice instead of <laughs> hey, let's ride this out. Yeah, you said it yourself. Do it for the content, right? <laughs> you <could. laughs> hey, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad you did. I'm glad you had that forethought of that. You know, when I'm... I'm gonna host this thing called a podcast, I. I never even heard of that and don't know what they are, but I <laughs> might I'm, use the story someday. I had this wild dream last night that when I'm more than twice my current age, I'm going to be, people are going to be listening to my voice over the airwaves. <laughs> oh, you're yep. going to be on the radio? No, you idiot. It's a podcast. What's the that mean? Transistor wild radio. <laughs> I have no clue, but I just know that's what it's called. <laughs> yep. Uh, pretty wild premonition. <laughs> You're gonna be listening to Pat on AM 1040. <laughs> I, I honestly, you if, can hear the music on the AM radio. If if Adam <laughs> made it to AM radio, I would consider that a success. That <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I today I on Paul Harvey. We were on. It F- goes off the path into the woods. Good day. <laughs> Me and Adam were on FM radio at least for a night. That was fun. Oh, that was a good time. Ninety-two-one <laughs> KCRE. <laughs> I thought we were gonna just break everything. I was so worried that it was night. Glorious. <laughs> that was fun. That was like the first time. That should have been the day. Like I should that that was the day I should have been like you know what. We could do this for a living. We could have a radio show. We should have just, just committed to it then. We could do this. Everything for, would be different now. And we we'd could be do, way happier. We could do this for a very mediocre uh, wage. Yeah, definitely. We should do that. We should just commit to yep. not making really any money Bobby at all. Bones never would have ended up in Nashville because we would have beaten to it. <laughs> that was really? like the first instance of you being on the mic and me kind of being the technician. That's, uh, yeah. that's pretty And we were naturals. Yeah, well. 
Sure. I remember. I remember according, that we did according, awesome... according to who? According to the people who listened and our teachers and our parents <laughs> and the owner of the radio station. Okay. So your teacher friends. and parents, the people who have to tell you good job. <laughs> it was actually really good, but Steve will die if he gives us a compliment. I, did, I just don't know. You had other people that you used, but you, you still. Oh, dude, <laughs> I had like a hundred people I tell know, me that we were awesome. Like, maybe don't include the old well or well, part of it was to get Steve all riled up. I understand. But also, I remember I that we did an awesome bit about the sta- about Stacy's mom by Fountain of Wayne. <laughs> I do remember that. Yeah, my I, parents... asked the, I asked the DJ, I was like, can we say stuff like this? He's like, yeah, go for it. Just don't swear. <laughs> yeah, nobody's listening. Go for it. <laughs> yeah, no one gives a shit about you two, so <laughs> say whatever you want. <laughs> that was a good time. Uh, I, I, I'm glad your parents paid you a compliment because I guarantee mine did not. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that means it wasn't good. Well, my parents no, they also just paid didn't you a listen. compliment, Brett. <laughs> Oh, that probably the first day and last. <laughs> Stacy's mom is coming Copyright. <clears throat> Voice is a little hoarse from yelling at cattle a couple of days ago. <laughs> yeah. All right. Stress free. Stress free. <laughs> okay. <Juice for Abba. laughs> By saying that, well, you just suddenly become it. Is that... Let's close out. <laughs> yep. Namaste. <laughs> close out with some winter stories uh i was gonna try to say something clever and i went completely brain <laughs> you know i wasn't sure <laughs> i just i was just kind of waiting my mind was spinning and i was like nope, nope, nope. i give up it seemed like something was coming so i didn't want to step on it and uh yeah that that awkward silence is brain definitely dead. staying I that, that stroke you just had <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy uh, all right well, I'm going to share on uh, this segment of winter stories. I'm going to share some from college. There's in definitely college, in the future, there's going to be a doctor that's uh, trying to uh, do research on CTE. And yeah. this entire podcast is going to be uh, research for, for him researching. Yours. Hey, as long as he pays us for the research no, content. It's, it's going to be a don't do drugs commercial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would work too. <laughs> All right. <Apps>. College. <laughs> Speaking of drugs. Oh, no! So, no! <laughs> some of us take a wrong turn when we go to college. <laughs> but later in life, we will find ourselves. Just one wrong turn? <laughs> some of us take 49 wrong turns in hey, college. All yeah, we got to take, take those wrong turns to end up taking the right turn. All I know is four wrong turns make a right turn. So hey, yeah. <laughs> yep. What about, can we say so five eight, since I was so in college 12. for five years? Can we say five wrong turns make a right? <laughs> no, because then you're still going 45 degrees in the wrong direction. Dang it. Yep. But technically, it was about three years after college. So we did two fours. <laughs> and then we got right. Boom. I knew it would all come together. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. It always comes together. <laughs> Glad you figured your your own so job. college. Congratulations, <laughs> Steve will Steve will dispute this, but I pride myself on high school and and still kind of now, even though I'm old, I had pretty good arm, pretty good throwing arm, could launch the ball aways, and uh, Nerf ball. So college, I my roommates were, I wouldn't 
call them athletes. They were kind of athletic, but not real athletes. So when I was sitting here chucking snowballs and stuff at them, they were coming with a little bit of speed. They weren't liking it. So it ended up being when it snowed in college, we would have snowball fights where it was me versus everyone else, like one on eight around the quads at college, hiding behind bushes, around the corners of buildings. It was a good time. Well, one day, uh, there was a big old blizzard going on in Cedar Falls. But it was like a heavy, wet snow. Ooh. We decided we're going to go out and have a snowball fight. So I'm standing in the front yard of the dorm, just chucking snowballs everywhere. I can see my roommates hiding. But one of my roommates is hiding underneath the awning to our dining center. <laughs> and I pick up a snowball and I launch this baby at him. He's probably, I don't know, 120 feet away, which is approximately the distance from home plate to second base, if you're oh, wondering out there, there for reference. There we go. So I launch one at him and I angle this thing perfectly to just miss the awning, go right under the awning as it's coming down and it <laughs> smokes him right in the nuts and just drops him. <laughs> <laughs> and he just lays there for 20 minutes in a blizzard because a slushy, wet pack snowball just drilled him right in the nards. It was awesome. It was Hooli. And it was awesome. <laughs> and, and you wonder why you got cursed. I'm just saying. Mm. It was so yeah. hilarious. <laughs> then one time. See, this is the. This this could probably be a PFA, the story I'm about ready to tell. Oh, here we go. Because this crap doesn't happen to me unless like no one's watching or someone is watching. It's like it's like a negative when it happens. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. We had a snow. We had a bunch of snow. We still had to go to class. So me and a roommate walk to class every day together one semester. I go outside about two minutes before him and get a snowball packed up and I'm hiding around the corner in the front of the building waiting for him to come out. Just like he probably thinks they left without him. Well, I see him come and I pop out and I launch a snowball at him from 70 feet away, maybe. And I hit him square in the freaking eyeball. Interesting. I thought I thought I might I hit him in the body, maybe miss Nuke. How is hits, that amazing? That's hits terrible. Him straight. Cause talk about that aim when I wasn't trying to. And so then a bunch of people saw so, it and like thought so, I was a dick. So, wow. So talk about this aim when you weren't trying to. Some would consider that luck. No, not amazing. Feet of amazingness. Yeah. No, you weren't trying to hit him in the eye, and you really hit him in the eyeball. You dug your own grave. <laughs> he on he that was really one. pissed at me and went and talked to me the whole walk <laughs> to class. I also, I don't, I, I, I wasn't there for this, uh, and many of these. I think that makes you a terrible person. <laughs> I felt fact, really bad. The, uh, no, I threw it really hard. You were very excited at how amazing the shot was, <laughs> and then you might have felt bad. So. But I was like, I felt, I laughed, felt terrible. And then inside I was like, wow, what a throw. Okay. That, yeah, that, <laughs> that seems to track. Cause that way you, you neither start nor end in guilt. It's in the middle and then you quickly get over it. But exactly. Uh, and I don't want to cast doubt on this story, <laughs> but I do know, uh, cause I've, I've had a couple snowballs thrown at me in my life, uh, that, that came from your rocket arm, so to say. Uh, you wouldn't have happened to have packed a big old ice ball into the middle of any of these, would have you? I mean, that, that doesn't sometimes, seem like... sometimes you got to pick up the okay. wet stuff. 
Okay. And then put mm. the powder on the outside, and the powder forms the wet stuff, and it's really hard snowball. Yeah, no, I'm uh, basically a baseball. Yes, that, that's a nice way of dancing yeah. around it. I'm literally talking about a chunk a of ice that you then put snow around. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, I've done about. that. Or yeah, if it's no, really I know. Powdery, I know you've done that. Or if it's really powdery, you go pick up a handful of it and quick run it under like the faucet or the hydrant at the farm. You get a little water a in bitch. it. How dare you? How? Oh gosh, hilarious! It's amazing. Like chucking never, a good ice ball at someone. It, it's amazing you never. Kill <laughs> yeah. Let's just be honest. True. Shocking. It is amazing. That okay? I'll admit it. That's the other day a I thought sometime coming up here we got to tell near death stories. That is a Pedersen feat of amazingness. Is that you never crisscross? <laughs> yep. So that was uh, uh, there was times though when it was like night and people were walking to night classes and stuff where we would hide behind bushes and around random parts of campus. And we would, we would assault our fellow university of Northern Iowa students and classmates and chuck snowballs at unassuming or unsuspecting people that you and and never got caught. Them, and some of them that you didn't know at all. Didn't know them at all. Just drill them. You turned campus, you and I campus into Vietnam for some people. Just, you know, Pretty much winter Vietnam. Yeah. Well, that's nice of you. A better snowball fight than the scene from the movie Snow Day. <laughs> Debatable. Man, it's that stuff in college that I miss. Innocence with your bros. Let's just go out and do dumb stuff. Hurting people, not going to class, and scaring strangers. Sure, that seems that about right. That spirit of Christmas. <laughs> that, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> this all tracks. We only had a few people curse us out. Most people would just laugh if they got hit by a snowball. <laughs> I imagine the cursing people might have been the ice ball people, but you know. Could be, but they either... never saw us because we were hiding very discreetly. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was very discreetly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Basically out. just laying on top of the snow in a big shadow behind a tree. Adam out there. Hope they don't walk this way. In his head to toe. Or bright orange uh, snow gear. <laughs> you got to admit, though, the possibility of getting <laughs> caught adds so much more excitement and fun to stuff when you're being mischievous. It's more adrenaline, more intensity. It's exciting. It's no, it's not as fun if you know you're 100% not going to get caught. I have never been mischievous a day in my life. I have no clue what that would feel like, what that rush might be. What are you talking about? The 4th nope. of July story. Remember never. the fireworks? I have never ever fair enough fake must news. have been someone else fake news good call it was someone else it was <laughs> Rhett, not brett right. <laughs> the famous crisscross story crisscross yeah. all right well <laughs> we have a friend um who had a reputation back in the day maybe not being the greatest driver <laughs> sorry buddy it's true so no. <laughs> there's no reputation he was he's an awful driver <laughs> The only <laughs> reputation he had was being a bad guy. As, yeah. There's so many times I remember his brother just screaming. <laughs> just screaming, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Including this story. <laughs> yeah. So, as most of you out there are familiar with, the song, uh, uh, what's Cha-cha it called? Cha-Cha Slide. Yeah, the Cha-Cha Slide. The crisscross, everybody clap your hands. So me and this friend and his brother and another classmate are driving back from a Harlem Globetrotters event uh, that happened at Buena Vista University. The cha-cha slide made famous by DJ Casper. 
There you go, DJ Casper. Definitely a one-hit wonder. Yeah. So we're driving back. It's winter. Or did he do Tootsie Roll? <laughs> I don't know. I'm joking. The road, the roads are snowy, uh, and also icy because it had just started snowing, so it's getting packed in and a little slick as the beginning snows kind of melt and turn to ice and slush. So we're driving back, driving in the winter with this guy. Instant, instant uneasiness. But, yeah, you know, it's only six and a half miles. Get, we'll make it home safely, vehicle. okay? So we're driving along, and the cha-cha slide is on the radio. Or no, it's on a CD that we have going. And it gets to the part where it says, crisscross. And our friend, for some reason, thinks he needs to completely go 180, both directions back and forth with his steering wheel, to the left and back to the right, when they do the crisscross. And we start completely 360 <laughs> fishtailing down the middle of the highway after about three full 360s we go straight into the ditch uh, our friend's brother starts air punching and lacing profanities at his brother what the hell's wrong with you what are you oh. doing you're an idiot you're the worst driver of all time you're such an idiot <laughs> and luckily the ditches only have like three or four inches of snow in them and so uh me and the brother and our other classmate get out. We're like, all right, I think we can push. I think if we can push it, we can drive through the ditch till we get to this field entrance and back up on the road. That was in the and Mustang, though, right? Grand Am. No, this is Grand Am. Oh, yeah, the red Grand Am. And sure enough, our plan worked. No, no, no. We pushed Grand, it through the ditch. Grand Prix. He had a Grand Prix. All right. Sure enough, plan worked. We pushed that baby through the ditch, up a field entrance, and back onto the road. Thank goodness. Didn't have to call parents and get chewed out and screamed at and grounded. Um, and um, we told them, I don't know. Unlike the other time. Six years later, maybe, when we were in college and they couldn't do anything to us anymore. <laughs> Seven years sure, later, was, when we were out of college, was there any, it was. Was there any neck meets involved? Uh, probably was a couple. I remember there was a lot of grass uh smashed into the grill and the bumper and stuff of the car oh, yeah. and when we turned when we dropped one friend off we got out and pulled a bunch of grass and mud and stuff out of the out of the bumper <laughs> left it in the street so it wouldn't be sitting there um, in the morning for parents to see i figured i figured the younger brother probably did some neck meets and did his evil laugh after he did it <laughs> and ran away word to the wise future children tell your tell your future children if the road is are slick maybe whipping your steering wheel back and forth not the best idea any song that requires your hands to do a dance to you know like say the mocker turn the radio off maybe or just don't get don't get in the car with a friend who's a terrible driver <laughs> yeah steve doing the real i got here. we have a epic winter driving story that's going to be coming up in the near future so there's a teaser for you and and I will, I will admit, I was one of the drivers in this story, so I'm not going to be a super hypocrite. Steve, that I one. fancy myself a good driver, but sometimes I get a little <laughs> too crazy and it makes me a bad driver. Oh, you might be a little too competitive. Weird. A little uh, too. Sometimes that competitiveness makes you a bad driver. Yeah, if you're talking about the other one. <laughs> you're talking the about the other one. Yeah, that's, that's the first the time I've ever seen Adam cry. <laughs> you're talking about that other winter driving that story. Is, that is the one. That's <laughs> the, the one. The first uh, parents were involved. That was a teaser. Teaser no, for you, one. for you listeners uh, upcoming in the next few weeks. 
I thought that I killed two of my best friends. And we'll leave it at that. <laughs> Legitimately thought they were dead. Uh, so there you go. There's your teaser. Uh, quick uh, fun fact for you. So I, I made that joke about did uh, did the DJ guy sing to the Tootsie Roll song. He did, did he? not. He did not. Uh, any guesses real quick at who actually sang it? You'll never DJ guess. DJ Khaled. No. <laughs> kidding uh it's probably whoever does uh crisscross no who sings crisscross no uh, you're not gonna know them but uh right. so it is sung by the 69 boys with a z <laughs> oh i've heard of that <laughs> they got a couple bangers and when like in the oh, yeah. beginning of the song they apparently call out the quad city djs i'm wondering if that's like quad city djs is that saying, uh, is that our quad cities or I imagine probably not. <laughs> no, I don't think it's the I, I don't think it. it's the Davenport <laughs> Bettendorf Moline quad city. Hey, DJs. you never know. <laughs> Tootsie rolls in the Midwest. I don't know. It could be a thing. Who knows? This one goes out. This one goes out to you, homies in Moline, Illinois, <laughs> home of John Deere. You never know. You never know. <laughs> I mean, this is straight, straight going back to jock jams type stuff right now. The Quad City DJs. Oh, they would come on and ride it. Choo choo. That was them. Everybody ride. How's that song go? Ride the train. Choo choo train. Come on, ride the train. It's the choo choo train. There it is. Oh, I, think I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. There it is. Another amazing product of the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Worthless. I'm telling you. Speaking of which, we got worthless start information. Nineties episodes wrapped into this mind. All right. Never. Well, that's Christmas Extravaganza Volume Two. Three hundred and fifty days from now, you'll get Volume Three. Wait, what? Oh, this is the last one for this year. All right. That's it. Last one. This one. Uh, yes. When you guys are when you guys are hearing this, Christmas is going to be five days away. It's going to be glorious. Hope there's a nice fresh powder on the ground and it doesn't get no, above no. twenty degrees. No. I hope we have another tornado. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> All right, Brett. Ask me that again because you glitched out for a second. All right, Brett. The remix. Where can where can they where can they like that Dick Doc video? The guys they're doing the they're like pointing at random street signs and saying stuff, and they're at Target and the T's flashing. Everybody come down to Target. That's a good video. Where can they find us on social media and blow us up? Um, Not with dynamite, but with likes okay. and shares. I'm glad we got there. Um, In case it wasn't clear. If you, <laughs> it is now. If you're searching for us, <laughs> go ahead and use all one word: BK Roads Bonfires. Some places you can use that search term. Go ahead. Rehab. Got a tongue twister of the night on my hands here. Uh, you can head over to Twitter. And yeah, I wish I was a beatboxer. You can head over to Twitter and it is at BK Roads Bonfires. You can jaunt over to Instagram.com forward slash BK Roads Bonfires. You can take a stroll to anchor.fm forward slash BK Roads Bonfires. You could throw a Hail Mary pass uh, snowball, hoping to tag somebody directly in the eye socket so you can feel guilt for about 13 seconds at the Facebook group. Go ahead and just search for Backroads and Bonfires 
on Facebook. And of course, uh, last but certainly not least, head on over to TikTok. See if Adam's done anything new lately. At I have official Adam Pedersen, uh, P-E-D-E. I sang a song like two hours ago on there. S-E-N. S. Yesterday, yesterday I did Pedersen. dance. So if you want to watch a big and tall model doing a dance in his kitchen, check it out. <laughs> at oh, official boy. Adam Pedersen. So, it's yeah, pretty attractive. That's where you can find us. Yep. <sighs> you guys know what I'm dreaming of? Um, other than the things oh, you oh, just oh, said. A white Christmas. I'm dreaming <laughs> of a white yeah. Christmas. Yellow Christmas. <laughs> I'm dreaming of orange chicken with crab rangoon on the side may your days may your days may your days smell like stir fry delicious that that smells not good it sticks to your clothes why would you want to smell like that all the time Uh, means you're eating good in the neighborhood means no one's gonna want to hang out with you <laughs> never mind all right you ever uh, you ever been in an apartment building where they're cooking stir fry uh, i bought yeah. sticks to your clothes it's absolutely the smell awful. sticks to your clothes <laughs> the apart the, the apartments you see on crime shows where murders happen adam lived in one uh, get home from fairway and i'm pretty sure there in. was a murder in his bathroom get home from fairway point. covered well, in the... meat blood and gross stickiness and beef fat and take a shower and get actually get dirtier the day the day when when shit <laughs> well adam while well, adam's neighbors did gymnastics throughout the night <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, adam never laughs at those commercials on tv that that are trying to be cute and be like yeah we we got a we we've got a clogging issue, and then everybody's upstairs, you know, banging their clogs on the hardwood. Yeah, floor. instantly drop into the fetal position and have PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it flooded your apartment once. You're fine. Yeah. Well, with shit. That was freaking disgusting. Pedersen luck. <laughs> Didn't it come out of like the kitchen sink? Yes, too? my neighbors put, instead of put their food scraps in the garbage they weren't going to eat they put them all down the drain i got home from work one day not through like a garbage disposal drain no i got home from work one day and all of my neighbors food had come up through my drain filled the sinks with water all their food scraps and dirty sink water was all over my kitchen floor it had run out into my living room and i was hot I, I called know. the landlord yeah. and I said, I'm going to give you one chance to go tell them to knock this off before I do. And it gets violent. <laughs> I, I didn't know that that was the, the food scraps behind why everywhere. Oh, it was man. hilarious. No, it, actually three, made his, it actually oh. made his apartment cleaner. <laughs> I was gagging the whole time, cleaning everything. It like went down into my drawers and got all over all my silverware. So I had to wash all the silverware. It got like into my towel drawer and ruined all my towels. Didn't it ruin a book of yours? <laughs> yeah. Just destroyed the cover of a book. Just threw the book away. Didn't want to see it ever again. Sacred acre. Threw it away. <sighs> Anyway, yeah. you can find us. Did on... you did you <laughs> never see that? Brett, did you never see that apartment? No. Well, oh, I wish I, I wish I would have taken pictures. I I mean, 
Uh, it was a hellhole. No, I don't think Adam ever sent pictures. I mean, he... Oh, he possibly great. the biggest blessing in my life I've ever received is the apartment building I'm in having an opening. He painted a very vivid picture of of what living there was like. I helped him move out. It was great. <laughs> I've As never advertised. seen a bath. Like, I didn't think those type of, like, bathrooms, like, really were real things. But <laughs> it was in Adam's apartment. Putrid. I, between like the three different uh, apartment uh, apartment hey, I love the block from the lake had. though so there's that yeah. that's true <laughs> prime real estate <laughs> between between the three different like apartment complex jobs I've had I've I've seen some some nasty things but the <laughs> yours this was yours sounded I much worse <laughs> yeah. it was amazing pretty neat, pretty neat. and it was uh, and it was always 110 in there <laughs> uh, yep yikes got home one day. <laughs> And the actual temperature in my apartment was like 89 degrees. <laughs> and I had the thermostat set at like 64. <laughs> and I called the landlord. I said, "There, you got to get someone in here. There's something wrong. And the, and the I don't know, the, what is that? A HVAC or something, maybe yeah. HVAC guy. Yeah. yeah. Comes to check it out. He's like, oh yeah, there's, this was going on. And these wires were crossed. And it was just constantly pumping out heat. <laughs> <laughs> just nonstop. <laughs> Um, yep. that entire freaking six month stay there was just a Pedersen luck every what, day was your heating bill through the roof too no like... I refused to pay it my landlord said he'd cover it I wasn't going to pay a $380 heating bill oh for a 240 square oh foot apartment oh my god oh that'd be wild oh, all I had to do was jumping jacks in the middle of the apartment it was so small I would have heated it for a day yeah it was the last person on earth that needs extra heat is you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It was all my neighbors probably loved me because I moved in and got all the problems fixed. They just lived with it. <laughs> I was like, screw well, this, like, guys. All, all these, uh, and then then you see these other people's apartments and they're like five star. <laughs> Remember yep. that one pet that was like all refurbished, brand new, everything. Mm-hmm. Then even like the murder apartment. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And you were probably paying the same rate. Yeah. Uh huh. Hundred percent. Right, right below the people with kids who did gymnastics up for the morning. Good times. <laughs> Hey, without struggle, there is no progress. <laughs> uh, something like that. <laughs> You can listen to us on Spotify <laughs> and Apple and Google Podcasts and pretty much everywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, I'd like to think we're getting better at this game. Spread <laughs> the word. Tell your friends. Share the spirit of Christmas with them. How could you not enjoy a good Christmas episode, you know? Spread Adam's the love. Adam's math. I think we're doing better at this the first time we've talked about poop in, in months. <laughs> Every time a bell <laughs> rings, an angel gets its wings. Spread some Christmas cheer. No, Spreading Christmas cheer does. is singing loud for all to hear. Boo. No. There you go. Poop fest. All right. Well, <laughs> going to leave him with a good old gonna leave him with the santa claus line hot 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 merry christmas i hope santa oh. brings you everything you and want. to all a good night hot hot except for adam
interesting, Fed. Yes, sir. Just hanging out. <laughs> yep, definitely. Whatever. <laughs> Christmas is over. I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know you're old when you start ordering flowers out of a catalog huh that's a wild picture this picture of this like catalog with a flower on front it looks like the flower is just exploding out of the catalog it's a cool cool 3d picture anyway i that might be our cold open <laughs> <laughs> It's like when you turn once you hit your mid thirties, the things that fascinate you. <laughs> hey, wow! Uh, Look I, at how well put together this picture is. I, I was excited <laughs> the about carpet. So. It. <laughs> I, I was excited Dude, about new, carpet. So nude carpet is like the greatest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. What's uh, nude carpet? Just like, uh, just like getting, just like getting a new vacuum for that carpet. Oh, <laughs> new carpet! I thought you said nude carpet. You're such a dumbass. I swear to God, I thought he said nude. <laughs> new carpet dude new carpet is legit we're only showing yep. our age when we all agree on that you know that right? new carpet <laughs> and new vacuum new yeah. vacuums are so great for the new carpet yeah <laughs> see I, I i'm apparently not as old as steve yet i'm almost there oh, i like a I good vacuum vacuuming. but i i'm not excited enough i love vacuuming and rotating my couch cushions and sucking all the stuff out from under the couch cushions and getting everything clean yeah (laughs) you and your sucking yeah i bought a sweet cordless saw black friday it's one of the greatest things ever not a cordless saw cordless power washer wait how did you time out what uh not what the the battery operated power washer there we go (laughs) okay i was like what the how did you start at a saw how (laughs) what Cordless power. What you just push the button and somehow water comes out. <laughs> the fuck does that have to do with anything? Don't even got to hook anything up to it. Just fuck it. Because did last year start, I bought a. Because last year on Black Friday I bought a cordless. Nah. I bought a battery operated sawzall. Nope. Nope. Got it confused this year. Nope. It's like DeWalt battery nope. operated power. Here's washer. what happened. Adam gets his power washer. The first thing he does to test how good it is is like, can it cut wood? <laughs> <laughs> If it yeah. got wood, we're good to go. <laughs> it's less Keeping of a that power receipt washer just and... in case it doesn't cut this two by four clean. <laughs> it's more less of a power washer and more of a fucking uh what uh, what do they call that? Uh, Don't get your they're... hand in front of it though. Uh, more of a sandblaster. <laughs> You're stripping yeah. paint off car. My dad, my dad. <laughs> I, I was using our power washer one day on the I, about <laughs> once every two weeks. I take the side vents off my tractor that I fill the feeder wagon with and I power wash everything out because it gets full of debris and hay. Yeah. My dad comes up to me one day, make sure you don't stick your hand in front of that when you're using it. And I was like, <laughs> well, duh. Goes, yeah. I tried doing something one day and, and uh, forgot that it was how I was holding her or something, stuck my hand in front of it. And I started bleeding really bad, cut my finger open. <laughs> I'm like, what do you expect? The uh, power washer. <laughs> sweet Mike. There's a picture on Facebook. It says uh, it's a picture of curly fries, and it says you, curly fries, me, an intellectual, rotatoes. <laughs> oh, that's first of all, that's hilarious. <laughs> Second of all, that makes me think of something. A couple weeks ago on Facebook or on in text thread, Joel texted that he had just gone to Arby's, and he said, <laughs> just, he said just got Arby's for the first time, and I got the big roast beef. And crinkle cut fries because they're obviously the best fries. Wow. 
And I got Whoa. so wow. annoyed. I was wow. like, you, you can't be serious. Wow. He, he goes, yes. He He's, goes, I love crinkle cut fries. And it would piss me off when you guys were slandering them. So every time I get them, wow. I text you and tell you how great they are. Wow. He what? said, he said, curly fries are not so, that good and overrated. And he said, potato, potato cakes suck. And he said, their crinkle oh, cut wow. fries are the best thing that Arby's has ever done. This is going in the first episode. Off, <laughs> and I was pissed. First off, fresh curly fries when they're hot. They can't, can't be beat from our. You've got you've got 17 seconds to eat them. That's the only time I'll agree with you. When they're hot, delicious. But when they're but, hot and fresh, oh. But you're gonna slander potato cakes, Joel. How dare you? How yeah, he dare said, you? He said the crinkle cut fries are the best. <laughs> I'm an Irishman. I should know, and I reject your idea of crinkle cut. He said it was the first time he's been to Arby's. Wow. No, he said first time. First time in a crinkle cut. First time in a while. Yeah. He, but he's he said that he's had them multiple times and that they're way better than curly fries no. and potato cakes. That's, that's the, a lie. I, but we did agree that McDonald's was the best fries on planet Earth. Disgusting. Uh, Arby's, fresh, fresh, Arby's doesn't fresh. even do crinkle cut fries the right way. Like if you go get yourself a bag of Oritas and and get them done just right in the oven, I'll 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 be with you all day because they're. They're soft yep. in the middle, but they've got that nice crust Crispy. on the outside with those ridges and everything. Yep. They're great Plus for you dipping make them at home into the yourself, you can throw ketchup. a seasoning on them if you want. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like you can church them up. It's delicious. But Arby's does like Arby's does a bad job of even crinkle fries. So like whatever you want to say about where crinkle fi- fries fall in your hierarchy, fine, whatever. But Let's not sit here and pretend that Arby's has a good version of them. That this is the I'm so pissed off right now. Oh, the, uh, ah! sounds like Joel's a commie. <laughs> well, him and Tom did say that McDonald's has the best burgers by far. Which I'm not. I got to be honest with you. If that's your honest thought, I don't think I could trust anything you say ever again the rest of your life. Stormlight could be great if we could get rid of McDonald's and place it with Wendy's. I love yes, Hardee's, but I'd gladly, I'd gladly you... get rid of Hardee's and like get a Culver's or like a Bebop's. What two restaurants in Storm Lake would you trade for a Panda Express? You have to trade two. A two for one? Yeah, be because, Panda, because Panda's that good. You got to get rid of two. It has to be, <laughs> it can be one bad one, but it still has to be one that you actually like. <laughs> um, I would get rid of, wow. Like how much do I have to love it? Just one that you one that you like, and you can get rid of one stinker at the same time. All right. You at least have to like it. I'll be the I'll be the judge if you like it or not. I'd get rid of Lawas. Oh, you do <laughs> got, like Lawas. Wow, oh, got Delicias. Delicias is good enough. <gasps> okay, this is going into podcast. Oh, you? you can go to hell. <laughs> I mean, I love. I don't want to get rid of Lawas, but if I got to get rid of one I like, man. I'm surprised. Get rid of got one other, of the other got ones. other Mexican options, so you'd get rid pick, of Lawas. You'd pick Lawas before Subway. Wow. wow, I love Subway. I know you do. I'd get rid of Lawas and I'd get rid of Hardee's. I'm good with that. Wow. Get rid of them for Panda. I like wow. Panda that much. I mean, I do too. I'd go to Panda three days a week. <laughs> oh, I guess you went there for breakfast. I went there for lunch. Well, whatever you call it, Brenner. Sinner. I went there for Sinner. Brenner. Three, like three thirty. I ate for Sinner. For You're center. just mixing supper and dinner. That's, yep. They're I the same meal. It's lunch and supper, or lunch and dinner. Lunch is the middle. Breakfast, dinner, supper. 
<laughs> I've adapted either, to call it lunch to make it easier. On, I've adapted to call it lunch to make it easier on my comrades. Lupper, Lupper, or Liner. Those are your two options. Lupper them. <laughs> it's more fun to say. Uh, <laughs>